Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our weekly team calls. As always, I am Sydney Haynes, and for the month of April, we're actually talking about IPAs, income producing activities, and also time management skills. So everything we talk about this month will involve those two things. And I'm actually really excited to talk about this month with you. I mean, this week, (laughs) also the whole month, but this week specifically, because we're going to talk about um, our personal and professional priorities and how we should organize them in a very appropriately timed way, if that makes sense. So I just want to um, talk about what your priorities are, um, how to organize them in a way that everything is dealt with and managed and also no time is wasted. So at the end of the day, you won't look back at your day and think, oh my gosh, what did I do today? You'll look at your schedule and be able to say, I did this and this and this and get so much done on your to-do list while also spending a great amount of time doing whatever it is that you think is important to do in your own life. It's important to know that establishing priorities really helps you set your schedule. So we're going to go ahead and do that um, because it's important to set your schedule just to help you maintain harmony in your life as you build your business. And also it's just like good for everything, you know? So the seven priorities that they talk about in the Propel workbook are the same that they talk about in the OOLA book. And if you know what OOLA is, O-O-L-A, it's a series of seven oils that you can buy in an OOLA pack where you're basically focusing on seven areas of your life whenever you're using those oils. Um, And the seven areas are faith, family, friends, fitness, field, fun, and finance. And of course, these are just their suggested areas of priorities, but I mean, they can um, pertain to you in any sort of way regarding what they are. They don't have to be specifically what I mentioned, but usually, typically people have these seven things in mind when they are setting priorities in their life. The first one being faith. So any type of connection to a higher power or a faith community and choosing to live in gratitude and humility. That's what faith is defined as. Um, The second one being family, patient, loving, and fully invested in quality time with loved ones. That can be your kids or your parents or whatever it is. Um, Number three is friends. Engaged in healthy and empowering relationships with others. Four is fitness, disciplined and healthy lifestyle choices and daily movement. Five is field, and that just means you're actively pursuing purpose in your life. Number six is fun, making time for activities that produce joy in your life. And number seven is finance, so stewarding resources well while living an abundant life financially free. Which if you didn't understand already, that doesn't mean we're rich. It just means that we're not worrying about our finances necessarily. We're not focusing on it. We're not choosing to put a ton of energy there. So we're distributing all of the energy in our life amongst all seven of those priorities. And the order of these priorities looks totally different for each person. So whenever you're prioritizing these, you need to put it in a list that works best 
for you, right? So it's important to decide which areas are non-negotiables and cannot waver. You're absolutely going to do this. You're absolutely going to devote this much time to this, whether it be your job or your family or your husband or your kids or your church, whatever it is. This is where it's a non-negotiable. Um, another thing to consider is um, it's important to organize it in an order of least to most important according to this season of your life. And you should schedule your day according to the importance of all of those things. So if you put family at the top because you want to devote a ton of time to your kids, awesome. But as fitness comes second, maybe once you have spent that a lot of time with your kids, you'll go for a run or go to the gym or whatever. Um, and there's a lot of examples I could go through, honestly, but I think that while you're organizing this, a lot of people find that they have a lot more time in their day than they realized before. And I also think this is just a personal preference thing. It's really important to use conscious language whenever we're doing this, right? So I mean that whenever you say, I don't have time for that, or I didn't have enough time to get to that today, or I don't have time for this, just know that you do. You have 24 hours in a day, just like everybody else. And when you choose not to do something, that's fine. That's your choice. But don't act like you had less time in your day than the person next to you. You know what I mean? It might feel that way, but truthfully, what happened was you chose to put that time somewhere else. And I don't say this in the way that you should feel guilty about not doing certain things, right? If it was necessary, then maybe you will. But I, here's a great example. So (laughs) sometimes I feel like I don't have time for things, but I choose to invest more time in my business than cleaning my house. I choose to not go for a run because that's not as important to me as an IPA. And I'm just being honest. Like, honestly, I told my husband this the other day. I don't feel like devoting a ton of time to keeping my body healthy right now because I'm just trying to spend as much time as possible working on my business. And I'm okay with that. Like, it's not that it's not a priority later on. It's not that I don't want it to be important in the future. It's just that right now, eating super healthy and being super disciplined in exercise is not on my to-do list. It's not at the top. Um, but being present with my husband is at the top. Um, being super active in my business, that's at the top. Um, being really, really active in my church and in my faith and volunteering and serving, that's at the top. So when it comes to all of those things, I'm going to organize my life around all those things. And if I have some extra time to go for a run and it happens to be nice out, then I will like, just took my dogs for a walk today. I was able to plan that in my schedule, but that happens about, you know, once or twice a week. It's not an everyday thing. So as you're organizing your schedule, know that it's all up to you how you want to spend it. Don't feel guilty for what you're doing as far as wondering what other people will think for you choosing not to spend your time in that way. It's your time. So instead of saying, I don't have time for that, say, I'm choosing to use my time for my business. I'm choosing to use this time to spend time with my kid. I'm choosing to use this time at the end of the day 
to online window shop because it's really de-stressing for me. (laughs) That's for me. Honestly, I love to window shop online whenever I'm feeling stressed. So whatever it looks like for you, even if it's like self-care for you looks like scrolling through Pinterest, as long as it's scheduled time, it's okay. So I don't want you to feel like this means that every part of your time isn't for yourself. I'm saying that it's important to organize your time according to what your priorities are. So here's a couple examples of these things. Um, An example of faith would be daily quiet meditation times, a day of rest, and weekly faith community meetings. Um, An example of family would be like family fun nights, date nights with a spouse, or kids events, like including their school events or their sporting events or whatever. Um, For friends, it would just be like meetings and phone calls, hanging out on the weekends, whatever you want to do. An example of field would be hours to manage home and work with your Young Living business. Um, An example of fitness would just be meal preparation, exercise, whatever that looks like for you. Example of fun would just be any activities that bring you joy or rest. So like I said, with scrolling through Pinterest or window shopping online. (laughs) I feel like those are really sad examples, but honestly, that's what I tend to do. So, and an example of finance is just like budget planning and personal or business goal setting. Um, again, I honestly don't care what your your priorities are because ours won't be the same, but it's just really important for you to be able to organize it. So you know how to plan your day accordingly. So along those lines, as far as planning your days day goes. Obviously it's important that the time that you set aside for your business is purposeful, planned, and prepared. Now I know that sounds like dumb, right? Cause you're like, of course it should be purposeful and intentional Sydney, but how often do we sit down to do follow-up and we get lost in the scrolling of Facebook? That's not an IPA anymore. You're not working on your business. You're doing leisure. You're doing the part where you said that scrolling through Facebook brings you joy. You're not taking care of what needs to be done according to what you said was important. So it's important to have quote unquote business hours, right? So if you are going to work and you had to be at work at this time and you had to be there for this long, that's pretty normal, right? Business hours are something that people have, but when it comes to, um, your young living business, you don't have set business hours. So you tend to slack, right? Because you're keeping yourself accountable. And unless you're just really disciplined, a lot of times people struggle with that. So when it comes to planning your day, have certain business hours that you use for really, really intentional intentional time to build your residual income. That's just so, so important. And I wouldn't ever leave you without giving you some planning tips. Okay. So You can decide to do this hourly, daily, weekly, monthly, whatever it is. I just want you to have a plan, okay? So as far as hours go, you can just decide how many hours each week you will work to reach your goals. And these can be hours per day. This can literally be hours per week if you want. Like if you only want to work this day and not this day because this day is way too busy because your kid has practice on that day. Or maybe you could work in the car during practice. (laughs) There's so many ways to work, but I'm just saying you need to dedicate specific hours that you're going to work and also dedicate specific tasks to those hours. So you use your time super intentionally. It's not that you need to have 
a butt ton of hours just sitting around for you to work, guys. It's not that I expect you to whip 40 hours out of nowhere that you can just work and just know what to work on for 40 hours a week. No, I'm saying that like five super, super intentional hours is worth way more than 40 slacking hours. It really is. Because you could sit there and scroll through Facebook for 40 hours and call it working on your business, or you could actually sit down, I don't know, a half hour every single day and work super intentionally and then call it a successful work day because it's totally doable whenever you use your time intentionally. As far as daily examples go, um, it's important to kind of assess whether you're more productive in the evening or in the morning. Um, and if you're working around like your child's schedule or your husband's schedule or your full-time job or your part-time job, think about all of those factors and think, is it more beneficial for me to work whenever my kid goes to bed or is it more beneficial for me to work before they get up? Is it more beneficial to work in that like hour before my husband gets home and my kid's asleep or is it more beneficial for me to um, work on break whenever I have a lunch break? I was working on lunch breaks all the time when I had a full-time job. So these are all factors to consider whenever you're trying to set a daily schedule. Um, make it according to your personal preference but just make it something that's actually going to stick to. And then as far as planning for weekly, plan what days you're going to work, okay? It really doesn't have to be every single day. I mean, I would kind of like for it to be because I feel like routine's really good, but if your routine involves you working every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, or just Tuesday, Thursday, or whatever, I don't care what it is, just plan what you're going to do, please. If you're going to have social media posts that you want to post throughout the week, but you're terrible at coming up with stuff last minute, make a social media schedule. And by that, I mean, literally, <laughs> literally pull up a Google doc and type up pre-made posts whenever you're feeling just super productive. Um, be prepared to do follow-throughs. Don't sit down and say, I need to do follow-throughs and not know how to do them. Know that when you're following up with people, it means that you have to have a list of everyone that's ever talked to you about oils. Know that this person is kind of weird about oils, so I kind of want to connect with them more on a personal level. And this person is really open about it, so I'm going to let them know about the free stuff this month. And know your list, but also have it ready so that when you go in to do your weekly follow-up, you're setting yourself up for success. Um, and you can also do this, like prepare in the current week for the week ahead, right? You don't have to wait until last minute because it's better to be proactive than reactive. And a lot of times we can be not prepared enough in our businesses and we can feel like we're just reacting to a ton of problems instead of being proactive and thinking a week ahead or a day ahead or a month ahead if possible. And then for the monthly example, um, please use the end of the month to prepare for the next month. It's such a great idea. <laughs> you could invite people to classes for the next month. You could talk to your team about what classes you're going to host. You could decide on an incentive for what you're going to offer people back on the kit or for people who are placing their first essential rewards order or something. And you also will have a clear view of your plan to reach your goals 
for the next month. Um, That also just helps you stay motivated, right? When something is that clear, it's way, way less stressful. Again, it's better to be proactive than reactive, obviously. And when we're talking about these goals, whether they be hourly, daily, weekly, or monthly, it's obviously more beneficial for it to be specific, right? So say that during this time, I love doing block scheduling. If you've never heard of that before, it's like, instead of having a huge to-do list, you say, I have free time on this day from one to one thirty. from one to one I'm going to do follow-up, um, on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, I have free time from seven to eight. So I'm going to schedule a bunch of classes between seven and eight. And then on Thursday, I have just like 15 minutes while I'm waiting in the pickup line at my kid's school. I'm going to make a couple phone calls to see how my team's doing and see if they have any questions. Like plan that out, but say from one to one thirty, from seven to seven thirty, from six to six fifteen, whatever it is, Make sure you make it specific so that not only do you know I have this much time allotted, but also I can get this done in that time so that when you prepare and you roll up, you're not like, oh my gosh, I have this giant list of stuff to do and I don't even know what to do on the list. You already set it aside in your schedule to do it and you're feeling super prepared, super ready to go. Now, as far as a to-do list goes... I love the block scheduling because it keeps you super accountable to getting stuff done and you're way less likely to lose focus and you're more likely to stay motivated in my opinion, but I like to have an optional to-do list to the side, just a bunch of ideas of stuff that I would love to do, but it's not important or time pressed. And so whenever I have like maybe a couple extra minutes, because let's say I have kids and she decided to take a second nap that day, I don't know whatever it might be, um, or I got done with my work early, or um, my boss was super nice and said, just go home. You're working a half day. I don't know. I can't think of anything else. Um, I have this optional to-do list on the side so that if there's nothing else that's time pressing, then I'll just pull this out and get these things done. Again, it's better to be proactive than reactive. And when it comes to scheduling your business time, I just want to ask you guys a few questions, okay? And I want you to answer these for yourself so that you can hold yourself accountable. Um, The first one is, how many hours per week are you willing to work? Again, I don't care what that number is. I really don't. Um, Just make it something that you can actually stay held accountable to. And if you find out later on that it was too little or too much, just adjust it. Nobody's going to you know, fire you because you're your own (laughs) CEO. Um, the second one is what days of the week will those hours be? So what days work best for you to work? Third one is when will you plan your days mornings or the night before? I always plan my days in the morning. Um, I don't know. I think it's just a personal preference thing, whatever you want to do. The fourth one is when will you plan your weeks? And the last one is, when will you plan your month? And like I said, better to be proactive, but whatever works for you, works for you. And I want to leave you with this thought, okay? So Eric Worre is a huge network marketing professional. He teaches so many things and he's so wise. And he has this concept called the 3% rule. And it's a valuable tool to use to manage your time effectively. So he always teaches that if there are 31 days in a month, 
which doesn't happen every month, but stay with me. If there are 31 days in a month, each day that you work is 3% of your month, right? Makes sense. Every day that you're not working on your business, you're losing 3% of your potential income and momentum on your team. It's like you're hanging a closed for business sign on the front door, like not open or whatever. Um, it's like taking a day of rest and it's highly recommended to do that, but it's important to know that the days that you're putting in hours are the days that you're going to get potentially paid for to grow momentum on your team, all those things. So remember that when you're taking days off, you're losing potential growth, momentum, and potential income. So just know that whatever you're putting into your business, you will get back. But also what you're not putting into your business is not creating income for you, which is pretty obvious, but I just wanted to reiterate that even though you're the CEO, you're in charge of your growth. We can't be upset when we're not pouring into that growth and not getting a bigger paycheck, if that makes sense. So I'm going to leave you with these questions. Okay, guys. Number one, what is the hardest part about managing your time? I just want you to think about that. What's the hardest part about managing your time? Number two, do you think it's more beneficial to work a lot of distracted hours or work a handful of focused hours throughout the week? And number three, how could you be more intentional about devoting time to your business? I hope that this information was so helpful for you guys, and I hope that it kind of changes your mind about how we can be better about organizing both our personal and professional priorities when it comes to scheduling, when it comes to working, when it comes to being present in our own lives. All of these things are so important, and I just want you guys to feel like you're in control of your schedule because you are. I want you to feel like at the end of the day, you didn't feel terrible for not getting things done or for missing out on a ton of stuff with your family because you were working too much. I want you to feel like, wow, my day was so successful. I'm so happy about how that went. So I hope that this helps you feel that way. Of course, let me know if you ever have any questions and we will see you back here same time next Tuesday. Thanks for listening.